Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're going to talk about things going on in the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us today and James Kromvik. James is the new Brainerd Community Development Director. Welcome to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken. It's great to be here. Thanks to be here. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer, what's uh, going on that we need to know about? Great. So we have I have a few things I just want to kind of update people on, and we're just going to start right away with the city council updates. Um, we did have our filings open uh, for the latter part of May, hmm. and there will be five positions on the ballot uh, in the general election for the city council this year. We have Ward Two, and Kelly Bevins was the only person who filed in Ward Two. We have Ward Four, and we have three people who filed for Ward Four: okay. Gabe Johnson, Emily Le- Leclaire, and Jonathan Miller. Then we have an at-large position, and we had two people file for that: Jeff Chesok and Justin Grecula. And then the mayor, um, and the only person who filed for the mayor is Mayor Dave Badeau. So there will also be a special election because uh, we were notified that Dave Pritchett, uh, Councilmember Pritchett, has resigned. He is going to be taking a job in Hibbing, which is going to take him a little ways away from us. Yes, it will. So we had three people file for Ward 3, uh, William Beezer. Terry and Leonard Skillings. So since there are three people who filed in Ward 1 and in Ward 4, we are going to have to have those be on the primary, the primary election on August 9th to narrow it down to two candidates for those two seats. Okay, so, so again, at those primaries, people vote for their favorite? They do. They vote for... One person? Two of the three. Okay, they vote for two, two of the three. Two of the three. Very good. Yeah, so exciting. Yeah, very much so. Um, Another thing that I think is kind of exciting, uh, for those of you who may remember, we used to have what's called a PEG channel, public education government, and we used to run our city council meetings and our boards and commission meetings on that channel. Well, when the school district did the remodel, our connection ended up being disconnected. So we have been working with Central Lakes College to reestablish that connection, and I'm excited to report that we are going to be back on cable. Oh, really? So we are hopeful that in July, those who have uh, CTC will be able to get it right away. Um, we have a little work to do with Charter yet. They, Because of supply chain issues, they're still trying to get what our IT director refers to as a blinky box. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> We'll go with that. Yeah. But, uh, for those on CTC, you'll be on starting? We are hopeful for July, still okay. working on that agreement, but fingers crossed, we will make a big splash when we know the exact date. All right. Hey, give us an update on the situation with the parks, including Mississippi Trailhead. What's happening there? It, uh, I'm just an exciting project. We had our groundbreaking um, and... I had, I think, about 50, 60 people that came out for the groundbreaking from awesome. Mississippi Landing Trailhead Park. Construction has started. If you drive down there now, you will see no pavement on the parking lot. So they're, they're moving forward straight ahead. We hope that the park will be completed in the fall of 2022. Wow. So that's great. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. 
All right, so that'll take place all summer long, and like you say, maybe in the fall, uh, weather cooperating and everything, that'll be wrapped up. Yep, we we are anticipating a fall opening, and that amphitheater is going to be beautiful. Can't wait. And then I just want to make a plug for Gregory Park. Um, of course, we have Arts in the Park, Brainerd Community Action. We'll be doing Arts in the Park on June 26th from 10 until 4. It's coming sooner than we think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Boy, we just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. All right. Uh, and, of course, uh, the street projects uh, are continuing. Uh, give us an update there, too. So just kind of a quick update on a number of our street projects. As I mentioned the last time I was here, there are a lot of supply chain issues. Um, costs have really been high this year. Um, North Brainerd reconstruction we did postpone until 2023. So okay. that is for sure now a 2023 project. Um, East River Road, we are reconfiguring East River Road with the addition of the Mississippi Landing Trailhead Park. That construction will move forward, but we're going to wait until after the 4th of July to start the road construction there. Makes sense. Uh, The city council did also award a contract for crack sealing where needed. So Midwest Asphalt will be doing crack sealing. Uh, We don't have a start date yet, but just anticipate that will be coming up here in the next few weeks, just randomly throughout the city where that's needed. Okay. South 6th. It's a MnDOT project, but it's good to kind of give people an update on what's happening there, as I'm sure anybody driving, trying to drive down South 6th have noticed that there are detours. Um, they did start that construction. They are anticipating being done with the stretch between Joseph Street and Buffalo Hills uh, by mid, mid to the end of July, mm. and then they'll start on the next section, which will be Buffalo Hills up to Greenwood Street. Okay. So, and then I think I mentioned at the last uh, meet, or last community focus also that Washington Street has been postponed until 2026, but we continue to work on that. Uh, we have a project management team that continues to kind of look at how that road is going to be configured. Of course, this is a MnDOT project, yes. but they're really listening to the city and the public, and we greatly appreciate that from MnDOT. It seems to me we've had some uh, public input already. Will there be more on this project? There will be. In fact, they are. MnDOT is planning on something this fall to bring out new drawings to show the public uh, where it's at. Okay. So. All right. Um, what else uh, should we talk about here today? So I think, you know, this is one of the most exciting projects that I think that we have coming up here at the City of Brainerd. Uh, the Initiative Foundation applied for some funding through DEED, the Department of Employment and Economic Development. They got about $4.5 million for their 14-county region, but they have allocated $765,000 specifically to the City of Brainerd. Wow. So we are looking at investments within the river to rail corridor, and they have asked, the Initiative Foundation has asked our Economic Development Authority, our EDA, to kind of oversee this process. So the EDA identified some criteria. They would like to see investments in housing, landscaping, lighting, green space, small businesses, and child care. And then the funds can be used for a variety of different things, repair and renovation, building construction, demolition. There are a list of of things that are eligible to use these funds for. Um, the, Blade, EDA, the EDA authorized Blade Act to kind of see the administration of this okay. with the final decision being made by the EDA for a recommendation to the Initiative Foundation. So this is exciting. I think we're going to have um, an announcement probably mid-July that these funds are going to be available and people can apply for those. So, Excellent. Yeah, great. 
Okay. And the river to rails, is this what we're talking about? It is. And remind our listeners where that is, because it's a specific geographic area, isn't it? It is. And I may lean on James. Yes, uh, the River to Rails District uh, really runs from the Mississippi River to 19th Street Southeast and then uh, Washington Street down to about Oak Street, so in that vicinity. Okay, basically from the Northern Pacific Center to the Mississippi and Oak and Washington are the north and south borders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good. So it's a great opportunity if people are looking at making investments in that corridor. Excellent. All right. I just have two Brief more updates. One is just an update on our city administrator. As you know, Paul Sandy took a job with WSB, um, and the city actually hired WSB to provide engineering services in the interim. So while Paul Sandy is gone, he's still our interim city engineer until we hire a new city engineer. We are interviewing for that position on June 22nd. So fingers crossed. All right. And it's obvious that you filled the other open position. <laughs> we sure did, and I'm so excited. Um, just a, I, I know James is going to give you a little more background, but James was promoted from our assistant planner position to the community development director position. It's always great when we see employees at the city being promoted, and it also provides another opportunity for people to apply for a position that we have vacant. Okay. Exciting. So, James, welcome, and congratulations. Yes, thank you, Ken. Uh, Very excited to be here today, as I'm also very excited for the opportunity opportunity to serve as the next community development director for the city of Brainerd. A little background information about myself. Uh, I was born and raised in Fargo-Moorhead and attended North Dakota State University. Uh, graduated there with a landscape architecture degree, which really focuses on urban planning in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what really interested me in working for the city of Brainerd in the in the planning and zoning department, community development department. Um, it, so me and my family, after uh, college, moved to the Brainerd Lakes area. We've been here now for almost 10 years. Uh, first took a job as a landscape designer at a local nursery. Uh, worked there for about seven years uh, with the city of Brainerd. I started my career in in the fall of 2019 as the building permit tech, as well as planning and zoning specialist, uh, which was really nice because I was able to, to work in both the building side of things as well as the planning and zoning side of things. Um, so with that, I worked in that uh, position for about a year. Uh, after that, I was uh, uh, promoted to the assistant planner position after that position was created. Uh, so that really allowed me to work with uh, former community development director David Chansky on all aspects of, of planning and zoning within the city of Brainerd, uh, as well as looking at the comprehensive plan. Uh, so it was a, a really great opportunity to do that. Uh, after uh, former community development director Chansky left for Breezy Point, uh, I was appointed by city council uh, as the acting community development director and it's this past Monday here, council voted me uh, to, to be the permanent uh, community development director in the position. So very excited for that opportunity. Uh, just wanted to kind of add, uh, uh, so far living in the city of Brainerd has been very enjoyable for uh, me and my family. Uh, we've loved the neighborhood feel, uh, as well as some of the neighborhood elementary schools. Uh, we certainly make use of the, the bike trail all through Brainerd, something that uh, we really enjoy doing as a family. Uh, something that we're really looking forward to this week with some of the warm weather is the the new splash pad oh, at yes. Memorial Park. I think it's going to be a busy place. <laughs> I think so. 
Um, and then, yeah, really as a, as a lar- at large in the in, entire Brainerd Lakes area, we really enjoy the outdoors, camping, kayaking, uh, biking and fishing. So very excited to be in, in Brainerd. Yeah. Well, it sounds like your, your appointment allows you to really hit the ground running, too, as the assistant for so many years under uh, former uh, Brainerd City Planner David Chansky. That means you just hit the ground. You're ready to go. You've already dealt with a lot of these issues, right? I have, yes. I've been, been attending planning commission meetings as well as city council meetings, so definitely ready to, to get going. All right. Are there some things that you're working on now? Yeah, so uh, just wanted to touch base on a few things because it is construction season here. Yep. Uh, so within the department, I, I'd say the calls that we get most frequent this time of year are related to, to fences as well as sheds. Uh, just wanted to, to give a reminder that fences do require a permit in the city of Brainerd. Uh, it's a pretty easy process, uh, just a couple-page application, but you know we look to make sure that people are putting you know within their property, uh, looking at sizes of fences as well as materials. Uh, also with sheds, that's probably the, the number two call that we get uh, this time of year is, is uh, it doesn't require a permit as long as it's under 200 square feet, but we do look for setbacks in, in different zoning districts as well as material. Uh, so we always ask people to reach out, and I'm always available for questions. It's, it's always better to ask questions before buying the shed. Yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> And can we find some of that information on the city website as well? It is on the city website as well. So we have uh, an application as well as just a, a two-page sheet to explain some of the requirements for these. All right. Uh, anything else you're working on? Yeah, so Jennifer kind of alluded to it earlier, but the River to Rails District just wanted to give a reminder and, and give a little bit more information on that. We kind of talked about where that uh, is located in the city of Brainerd. Uh, but so far, uh, I guess it's been here since I've been with the city and it's been, a, I think, a, a very valuable economic policy for this area uh, for really new development as well as redevelopment. Um, and just kind of a brief summary of, of what it's all about again is uh, it waives building permit fees uh, as well as plan review fees within this area as well as sack and whack charges. Um, so it can be fairly significant for development projects. Uh, it includes businesses and residents um, in that area. It's really up to uh, to uh, building costs up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So quite wow. quite a few projects. Yeah. So if anybody's interested at all, they should call and maybe ask a few questions. Yep, ask a few questions. We can you know fill you in on on the details of the River to Rails district, uh, as well as just letting you know if, if you are located in that district as well. Okay. All right. Any any last things? We yeah, and the last big one um, is we are going through a new zoning code update for the city of Brainerd. Uh, planning Commission will be holding a public hearing um, this Wednesday, June fifteenth. Planning Commission meeting at six o'clock. Um, so we'll be holding a public hearing if there's uh, concerns or things that citizens or businesses want to bring up uh, with the proposed zoning code update and map. Uh, Planning Commission will also be making a recommendation to City Council based on what is in the Planning Commission packet. Um, The original adoption schedule was changed as revisions were needed to the proposed code from this past March. Uh, So with that, staff and Planning Commission and City Council have worked very hard on the revisions that will be presented at this next meeting here. Uh, A couple of those revisions include expanding the downtown district, um, as well as a major outreach was done uh, to properties that may experience uh, significant zoning changes. Uh, Planning Commission looked very carefully at these properties and allowed these businesses or property owners to speak and then then made a determination from that. Okay. 
And then, I guess with that, I'm very excited for uh, the potential proposed zoning code and map here. A couple of the things that I think will really benefit the city of Brainerd. Uh, we'll, we'll be uh, allowing for market-driven development in some of these neighborhoods, as well as uh, allowing for the uh, construction of complete neighborhoods. Uh, people will be able to maybe find their services without having to drive everywhere, uh, be able to walk and bike to, to various businesses from their residences. I know another important uh, aspect that this uh, will help with, it's not going to be an overnight thing, but uh, helping alleviate the housing shortage in Brainerd. It will allow for denser development as well as uh, deregulating some of the development as well. Interesting. So, yeah, very excited for uh, the potential of the proposed uh, new zoning code and map. Okay. And it's one of those things, the zoning code impacts so many people. True. And you really don't realize it until you go to build something, change something, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the zoning code becomes incredibly important. Yeah. It does. It's a yeah. great document. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to uh, hearing how this all comes to fruition. But uh, we appreciate you being here today to talk about all these things happening in the city of Brainerd. And, again, uh, you can find out more on the website on a lot of what we've been talking about. Yep, www.ci.brainerd.mn.us. We have all kinds of information on the website. Excellent. Folks, thanks again for being here today. Thank you. We always appreciate uh, the time and being able to share all the great things we're working on. So thank you so much. James, great to see you. Great to have you here. Yep, very excited. All right, our guests today, the Brainerd City Administrator, Jennifer Bergman, and the new Brainerd Community Development Director, James Kromvik. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.